0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Storigami's Books We've Never Read, where we take the title of a book that we've never read and speculate on what it is about with no information but the title and the author. This is completely improvised, leaning more towards the comedy side. Fair warning, do not use the contents of this podcast as a source for any book reports. Storigami will not be held responsible for any failing grades. Our guest today is Jaden Proporo. And we will be discussing Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Welcome to the show, Jaden. Please tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Jaden, and I like to read uh, scripts and books and comics and watch movies. So, Where the Crawdads Sing, yeah.
0: (laughs) Alrighty, so we have two main characters in this book. And the first one is Croner, and the book is told from the perspective of Croner, who is the stepson of Crawdad. Crawdad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Crawdad, let's give a little description about what he looks like. I
1: feel like Crawdad is, uh, like, really... I don't want to say fat, but, like, do you know when Mr. Krabs, like, lifts up his shirt? Yeah. He's got, like, the necks with all the barnacles. That's how I'm picturing Crawdad right now.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree. He's definitely... And he's also part... He is part crustacean, so... Yeah,
1: yeah. He... Yeah. I think the barnacles get worse at night. Yeah. Like, when he fully transforms into a crustacean.
0: Definitely. Um, Croner is, um... At first, a little bit embarrassed of his crawdad, and um, his mother tries to encourage him to spend more time with crawdad and be more accepting of the new family situation since they recently gotten married. His mother recently got remarried. Um, so, yeah. Can okay.
1: crawdad be a bad, like, Croner craw- calls cra- crawdad has a name, but crawdad is a bad nickname. That Croner gave him, and yeah. we don't know his real name. Yeah, we just know him by the bad nickname.
0: Yeah, because he's like an angsty teenager. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so the main um, s- plot to this story is essentially that Crawdad, as we know him, is he leaves the house at around two or three in the morning every night, and he goes out and disappears. And Croner starts to notice that. He leaves the home
1: yeah when he starts hearing the song of the crustaceans exactly. he's drawn towards it
0: he is yeah. it's enchanting
1: yeah he can't seem to just not he wants to walk toward he wants to go towards it he hears it and it's like it's pulling him
0: exactly so um after multiple nights of his dad leaving and kind of trying to figure out what it could possibly be he decides to follow Crawdad one of the nights which is where it starts to get a little bit nerve-wracking cuz you don't know where he's going or what kind of danger he could possibly put, be putting himself in.
1: Yeah, so he's not follow he's definitely not following too close behind him. So as crawdad gets further ahead, he's he's dropping his his shell, his his, his skin and it's like uh, Croner picks it up and he's like, "Whoa, like this is pretty hard for skin." <laughs> Is this my crawdad's?
0: And after um, following the trail of his tough skin, he sees Crawdad standing in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Not not like like the center of the ocean, but no, it's
1: like it's like a landscape landscape shot, full moon. You only see Crawdad's silhouette in the shining light, but then he reveals his big meaty claws. (laughs) Like and I think Croner I wanna i I'm gonna let you take it. I was gonna say Croner faints, but we (laughs)
0: Um Croner does faint. Croner faints. But then the next morning he wakes up and when he wakes up Crondad's not there anymore. And the hard skin that he was holding has disappeared. So it's
1: that's spooky shit.
0: Yeah, it, it really is a little bit spooky. Um so what Connor decides to do is walk into the ocean himself to see if there was anything that was there after Crawdad had gone in.
1: So yeah. And he puts on his it's not a it's not a whole scuba suit, it's just the snorkel device. So he's he's swimming. He's like looking down from the top of the ocean, but he can't really see anything. So he swims further and he realizes that he could hold his breath for a really long time.
0: And the crazy thing is that we start to doubt, or start to believe, if Crawdad is his actual father.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he, ha- he hates Crawdad, but, you know, there are moments where they get along. There's a fleeting connection there.
0: There definitely is. So, him being in the water and... Making this discovery is kind of like a rebirth in a way where he starts to realize that maybe um, this connection should be try to be like built upon and they should try to make it work like some type of a friendship so this family situation could work a lot better. So he gets out of the water, he swims out of the water, and he goes home.
1: After holding his breath for 30 minutes. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... When he enters his house, Crawdad is sitting at the kitchen table.
1: And he puts his hands on the table. Big reveal. They're, they're just hands. Yeah. They're not they're... claws.
0: So this transformation obviously happens overnight. Yeah. And um, so it was a bit of an anticlimactic ending. Yeah,
1: he's just like, where are you, Croner?
0: Yeah. He goes, where were you, Croner? And he goes, and he says in response, I was with my friend. And the book ends right there (laughs) so (laughs) out of all the things that happened Jaden what did you um like best about the book
1: I honestly love the part where crawdad is in front of the moon like I I saw like I was reading the pages and I just saw it yeah just saw it the descriptions
0: were well it was very well described
1: yeah it was it was
0: And I feel like right there, we see that Crawdad is vulnerable and maybe he like puts on this cover at home, which is why he has that tough skin that shows off.
1: Yeah, tough exterior.
0: And right then and there, that's when Croner is able to see that. Maybe
1: I should just be nicer to go to Crawdad.
0: Exactly. And just
1: call him dad.
0: Instead of Crawdad, right at the end of the book, instead of saying Crawdad said, it's a dad said.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember that.
0: Obviously, it's like a type of coming of innate coming of age type of a theme as well. Yeah, where he kind of stops becoming this angsty teenager and accepts his it's, it's dad, family. dad, yeah. family,
1: dad, craw dad. I can't wait for the sequel,
0: <laughs> craw mom,
1: craw family,
0: craw family. This is like
1: a. This is the, it's definitely giving me like Percy Jackson vibes, like maybe there's gonna be more in the sequel of an expanded universe
0: i would hope so maybe there is like under the water there's that's
1: what i'm saying like atlantis like except for crab people
0: yeah the crustate part crustacean part human people in the world i really hope so i feel like that'd be fun um so what did you like least about the book
1: I'm gonna be honest. The the mom just it wasn't in it enough. She didn't, she, she didn't pick a side. Not that she's supposed to pick a side, but like she kind of just was underutilized. I wish. Uh, why does mom love crawdad? You know.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree. What does she see in him?
1: Yeah, he's he's like, big and has barnacles.
0: <laughs> I think that. We, they, we definitely should have had other perspectives Apart from Croner I feel like either Crawdad Or his mother's perspective Would have helped with understanding the family situation more Because when you see it from the eyes of a teenager You only see like You know The parts that you don't like about life
1: Yeah and we forgot to mention that they live like On a Like not a mountain But like by the ocean Where there's a lighthouse And he feels all alone so, right. Yeah. So he's... All all he really has to talk to is Crawdad and his mom.
0: Exactly. So he's so isolated to the point where he doesn't understand how to express his emotions. Because all he has is his are his parents. And mm-hmm. you kind of need more exposure and more A- absolutely. communication. That's why I think in the sequel, he's
1: going to fully accept Crawdad and actually make some crawfish friends.
0: I really hope so. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Oh, what character in the book do you, did you like the most from the three options that we have? I really
1: (laughs) related to Croner, like, I'm not gonna lie. I remember those days, those days, even though I don't have a crawdad, but
0: no, I definitely agree. I think Cronor is very relatable, especially to the younger generations. Yeah, so was
1: Crawdad was pretty relatable too. I like the, the shedding of the skin metaphor was pretty on the nose. I agree. You know, it was. I, I liked it.
0: I definitely agree with you. Um, what feelings did this book um, evoke for you?
1: Kind of nostalgia, but like not the good kind. Really, like, well. Nostalgia and, you know, teen sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Just not getting along with your parents for, like, no reason.
0: Yeah. That definitely was a theme and common thing that happened throughout the book, and it was hard not to feel that way. Uh, What places in the book would you like to visit?
1: Wherever Crawdad was going, I want to know where that was and if there is a city under it. A city of crab people.
0: And why did he, like, take that long way through the woods and everything? Yeah, even wh- though they were right by the beach. Yeah,
1: they, like, live practically on the beach. Why why did he go so far away?
0: Exactly. I guess, honestly, I would like to walk the path that Croner did. Like, picking yeah, up, like, the, the hard the skin. skin. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Mm. And That's, kind like, of... a scary movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um... If you were to write a fan fiction about this book, what kind of tale would tell? Um, I would write, like, like you said, like a sequel, but instead, the other universe, where, like, to see, like, the universe uh, at the end be... to see the crab
1: people? Yeah. I would write, like, an erotic crab fiction. Like, just b- <laughs> barnacles and, like you know, claws.
0: Yeah. I guess you got to attract all kinds of people.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's how you get popular on the internet. Erotic fan fiction.
0: Of weird things. Um, I would write one about like their Crawdad and Connor's relationship, like, like, you know, parental relationship progressing and like being more, you know, loving and understanding of each other.
1: And yeah, Crawdad shows him just shows him his claws, l- yeah. lets it all out on the table.
0: Because, like, at the end, it seemed as though Croner changed, but, like, we never really saw, you know, Crawdad's perspective, and he still had that hard exterior. He was like, where were you when he came home? And we never got yeah anything else from that.
1: Yeah, we just kind of got Croner's reaction.
0: Exactly. Um, did this book seem realistic to you?
1: Yeah. Yeah? I mean... Yeah, why not?
0: No, I agree. I mean, we could end up living in a world where people start to be part crustacean, part human. I agree. I mean,
1: like, Atlantis. Jar Jar. What's that place in Star Wars where they, like, go underwater? It's really... Never mind. Jar Jar Banks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, If you got to... If you had a chance to ask the author... Of this book one question what would it be
1: who inspired crawdad and why is he a crab
0: yeah i honestly feel like this might have been about her relationship with her father mm, perhaps
1: yeah. or if she had like a stepdad i don't know yeah but father
0: because like they always like oftentimes when you're oftentimes i've noticed that dads have like a tough exterior and they're very not emotional, and they don't express themselves so much. So maybe it's it's essentially about her father figure.
1: I wonder if Croner has siblings, and, like, his siblings got
0: more love. Perhaps. So what do you think of the book's title?
1: Where the Crawdads Sing? Well, at first, I had no freaking idea (laughs) what it meant, like, what is a crawdad? Yeah. Um, But they don't even tell you what it like means but like i think it's something to do with uh like all the crawdads going to a spot and singing even though we only saw our crawdad go there yeah i think they're meeting up
0: no i definitely agree because it was plural the title's plural yeah it says
1: crawdads but yeah. we didn't see too we but only it, saw crawdad yeah yeah,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, that was disappointing. I expected them to like collectively yeah, yeah, meet like up a... at this spot because that's what it felt like it was leading up to. See a bunch of crawdads. crawdads. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah,
1: I definitely want a little more.
0: <laughs> um, so which character did you like the least from the three that we had? Mom. <laughs> Mom, just
1: not because she sucked, just because she was underutilized. Yeah, no, yeah. I definitely
0: agree. I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with Croner, just because, like, I feel like I could have related to him more when I was was, in high school. Yeah, when
1: I was uh, younger.
0: Yeah, because now I'm just, I kind of, remember that episode of, um, not episode, but that movie, the, the dog cartoon, the Disney dog, what's his name? Bolt? No, no, no. <laughs> the one, that Goofy.
1: A Goofy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said bolts, dude. I was like,
0: what? "Um, remember how like he wanted to go on this trip with his with son? Max, yeah, yeah, the Goofy movie. Yeah. That's not an
1: extremely goofy movie, or is it? No, it's just a goofy movie. It's just
0: a goofy movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I feel like. It's kind of like when you saw that movie. When you first saw it, you're like, yeah. "Oh, come on, Goofy, let Max go with his friends." But then the second time you saw it, like when you're older, you're like, you're like "Max, Max <laughs>
1: spend some time with your pop."
0: Exactly. So I feel like that's how I feel about this story actually.
1: That it's a ripoff of the Goofy movie.
0: Exactly. But um, yeah. Do you, are you ready to read the um the actual, actual thing? summary? Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm really excited.
0: Alright. So, here it goes. For years, rumors of the Marsh Girl have haunted Barkley Cove, a, okay. qu- a quiet town on the North Carolina coast.
1: We are not that far <laughs> off at all. We are not that far off at all. I'm really happy.
0: Because <laughs> instead of Marsh Girl, it was Crawdad. Crawdad. Yeah. Okay. So, in late 1969, okay, I thought it was, like, present time. Or, like, futuristic.
1: I, see, when I pictured, like, that house on the hill i just like i was actually thinking of this song but there's like the waves crashing below yeah (laughs) for those who know um yeah but i i don't really like picture that in a time period i feel like it just exists in its own yeah if the book didn't want to they don't have to mention time i feel but definitely it depends on what the house looks like i guess i don't know
0: exactly and the structure of the house yeah was there lead paint or not Um, When handsome Chase Andrews Is found dead The locals locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark The so-called marsh girl But Kaya is not what they say Sensitive and intelligent She has survived for years alone in the marsh That she calls home Finding friends in the gulls And lessons in the sand Then the time comes when she yearns To be touched and loved When two young men from town Become intrigued by her wild beauty kaya opens herself to a new life until the unthinkable happens but yeah that's, wow that's we really...
1: literally were pretty spot on we were kinda there. it like wasn't
0: about a, a girl, girl dad. and the murder yeah and... <laughs> yeah it, it, uh. and P- an entire town not liking her or anything of that
1: want well, well we okay it seems like the crab people aren't a secret in the actual novel yeah that everybody kind of just knows about them i'm i'd stick with the secret <laughs> but yeah now i'm intrigued now I, i'd read this i'd read it it's okay Where are the crawdads sing i had <laughs> no fucking clue like that i don't understand the title the marsh girl yeah i, I literally pictured crabs
0: Honestly, instead of doing Where the Dad Sing, they should have done Where the Marsh Girl Sings.
1: Where the Marsh Girl.
0: And then we would have been able to figure it out so much easier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm still proud of what we came up with. I, I agree. thought that was, like, I'm surprised. Exactly.
0: I... It's, and I feel like since there's, like, a love interest, this is definitely, like, a kind of, like, a coming-of-an-age story or, you know like a ya novel <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it yeah it, it does kind of seem like it but yeah thank you for listening our guest today was Jaden. the music paper crane was composed by zafira demiri and do not forget to get yourself a copy of where the Crawdads sing by delia owens to see what it was really about hope you enjoyed it and i hope you keep on listening to storygami's books we've never read Bye-bye, bookworms.